This is the only time you should ever file the FL-160 property declarations. If you're trying to do your own divorce, and let's say you go to the self-help center, they're gonna hand you, hand you a packet. And the packet's going to include several forms, a summons, petition, and, and property declarations, to name a few. You see, the court treats everybody the same. They assume you're going to trial. What they don't recognize is that many people are going through an amicable divorce, and many of those forms are not required. And here's my issue with the property declarations. The first issue I have with these is you're listing a ton of information and putting it out there for public record. You're listing full names of accounts, your vehicles, bank account numbers, 401ks, and all of the values that go along with them. Secondly, the only reason that these property declarations are useful or needed is in what's called true default cases where there is no agreement between the parties and you are trying to let the court know the value of the assets so you can divide them equally, which must occur in a default divorce, so the court can see, yes, these are the values of the assets and debts, and yes, you are supplying the court with an equal division of assets and debts on a true default case. Property declarations are not required when going through an uncontested or amicable divorce case where both parties are going to be entering into a written agreement. You still have to do the property disclosures, you're just using them on a different form. So instead of using the FL-160s, you're going to do them on the 142. The FL-142 is also a property declaration form, but if you'll notice, it specifically states this form does not get filed with the court. That's one of the biggest differentiators between the property declaration and the FL-142. One of the biggest issues we see with people even going through an amicable, uncontested divorce where they plan on entering into a full agreement is they will prepare the property declarations because that's the form the court gave you and that's what it says to do on the petition. It also says that the alternative is the 142, but it seems like the default is the 160. Again, we're not recommending you do that. The problem is people are listing the information incorrectly on the property declarations. They're either listing it, uh, dividing it to the wrong person, they're not putting the proper information down. But the biggest problem is once you supply the court with those property declarations, you have to then list those on the judgment and you have to list them exactly the same way because once you disclose them in the petition when they're attached to the petition on the 160, you then have to dispose of them even if they no longer exist. And that's one of the biggest problems when even going through an uncontested amicable divorce where you're submitting a full agreement, you've attached the 160 to the petition, but then when you prepare the judgment, you did not list the assets that were on the 160 for a variety of reasons. One, maybe you forgot. Two, you didn't reference it. Or in most cases, if a piece of property or asset or debt it no longer exists, maybe you sold a car, closed a bank account, so you don't list it, the judge, the judge is going to reject your judgment because there's assets on your property declaration that are not found on your judgment and they need to be disposed of.